Hey, Mark, fake banter for the intro. That's all I know how to do. Great. Good to be here. Welcome to Tuesdays with... Stories. Hit her in the face with a surfboard. And then the duck fell out of his bag. <laughs> Surf's up. And she didn't even flush. Knock, knock. Who's there? Mark Norman and Joe List. Yeah! This is Tuesdays with Stories, everybody. No, that's terrible. This is supposed to be cheesy. My radio is spitting at me. And I can't choose one. Yeah, 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 yeah! Welcome to the jungle. We are fun and gay. Here we come in your ass. Don't tell me. <laughs> we are we are fun and gay. Hey, couldn't go wrong there. How upset would May be if she found out you blew me or I blew you? Or... I think about that all the time because I'm just blowing you, not the other part. But I think about what would be worse if she found out that I was banging uh, Anna Kornikova or if I was banging Clooney. I think Clooney because it's just a different thing. Obviously, you fucked women. You you, you want to fuck women. We, we all fuck women. You come in their pussies. Sure. That's what you want. I think women are aware that when we're fucking them, we're thinking about, you know, Chuck. Aunt Betty. Sure. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. But I think the thing about fucking a dude is it's like, oh, everything's different than I thought. Yeah, It's all a lie. Yes. Sure, there's lies, you know. Sure. You're not from New Orleans, but I, there's no... Oh, no. no. <laughs> Dallas. <laughs> um... I, I think uh, you're right. That's true. And my wife is, uh, you know, I can't say too much, but she's a little old school. She's like that'd be a Paul, that'd be a deal breaker. My gal's the same way. She's like deal breaker. If I found out you blew a guy in seventh grade, yes. and you were forced to blow him. She'd leave me in the dumps. I like that old school vibe. You know, my gal. You know, you hear about these guys like I try. I blew a guy in college to like see if I liked it, and my lady was like, if you did that, that's over. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> my wife's like, yeah, she thinks. Uh, those guys should be beaten and thrown. Yeah, to hell yeah, or whatever. I mean, she doesn't think that. Obviously, I feel like you know, I gotta. I, 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 evidently, you're not. You can't hear the construction at home. But uh, if we if we don't address it, and they do hear it, right? You can't win with these queefs. No, you can't win. Everybody's upset. But I mean, that was it, it's wild in here. Oh yeah, I don't know what what are they building? Uh, the Titanic out here? It's like nonstop buzzing and sawing, and, but then you don't see anything. Well, it's like the Overlook Hotel. I, I don't understand. Is there a room back here? That's what I'm saying. Like, there's a. Isn't this where the cafeteria thing is? I can't Caf do the. Math. No, no, that's up there. But you walk uh, up there and over, but then back around the corner. True. Is what are you? Then the that's how fudge is made. But I think that's up over and then stops maybe a little up there. Okay, I don't think so it comes all the way so back over here. here. Elevator shaft. Might be a shaft. Oh, I love a shaft. Shaft. Shut your mouth. That was big, bitch. I don't know. All right, I don't know if they Tough did, Tough start, construction, yeah. and vibrations. I got nothing for stories, but oh. I might have one little thing. I don't know. I got, a couple, of, I got a couple of honkers, but they're... Uh they're quick and interesting, but I don't know if they're we gotta we gotta maybe debate them mm. just to get a little little convo going because they're fun. I like debate. Well, it's gonna be a weird episode here. We're hunky dory. We're funky. Isn't it funny how life is though? Life gives you lemons and you stick them in your pussy. Yes, ah, right now, sour puss. Right, right now. I mean, you're on fire. You're saving the day. <laughs> sour puss. Clip it right now. Well, I'm like, ah, I don't have much. You're like, I got a couple quickies. But next time we record, it's going to be post-bachelor oh, party. Oh, post-balloon. I mean, I'm going, I'm about to take a trip right now 
This weekend, I go to Nashville, two Ooh. nights in Nashville, Smashville. By the way, they keep tweeting, we're excited to have back Joe Liss. I'm like, I've never been to this club in my life. Ah, fun. So I don't know what, what's what's that all about. But, but that's a good sign, because that means you're out in the zeitgeist. They assume they've seen you. Yeah, they assume they've booked me, but they haven't. But I'll be there, uh, Nashville. And then I'm going straight from Nashville to Tampa. <laughs> oh, wow. Sorry. <laughs> we have... <laughs> sound like a knife up my ass. Tampa Side Splitters, three shows. A three, three shows? A six and a ten. I don't even... What? How does it work? What time? I don't know. I don't know. Who the hell knows? I think it's a three, a five, and an eight. Why are they those times? Yeah, that's a little early. I guess we early. late, maybe, because everyone's going to be retarded. It's a Tuesday or whatever. It's no, a Sunday. It's a Sunday. Yeah, the Lord's Day. That still means something in Florida. So, uh, well, plus we want to get out early, so I have a little night left. I want to hit the town and go full jackal, foaming at the mouth. Ah! Night left? Ooh. After three shows? Oh, You're going to be in the grave. Are well, you kidding me? I'll be on angel dust by then. <laughs> I mean, you better watch out, baby. You see those queens looking at you? They look scared. Plus the fan and the and the, and the fans and the stuff. I mean, this is going to be wild, and we got, uh, well, we can give away special guests now because they're hearing it post-show. Yeah, good point. But we got Kreischer's going to be there. I the mean, that's fat drunk. Be sick. I mean... Uh, Ari, I mean, Ari's not going to survive. First of all, he's no, 59. no, no. He's going to be going to be six million and one Jews dead. But he's, <laughs> uh, you know, he tried to keep up with Gillis with a couple Bud Lights. I think he had eight and. He had to get hospice in there, so he's fucked. Yeah, forget about it. I'm not going to survive this either. I'm going to be, you know, out riding fences when you guys are <laughs> whatever. Plus, we got the double dong show Monday morning, first thing. Huh? Uh, well, it just seems like something. Oh, oh, you scared me. I thought we had morning radio. I panicked. But I was like, what are we doing radio for? This is a vacation. Double dong is a great radio team. <laughs> That's like Jim and Bob Dong. Right. <laughs> the Double Dong Show. The Dong Brothers. Uh, so, Ding Dong, the witch is dead. <laughs> but Bros, Inc. Thank God, I hated that gun. But, so, we got Tampa Sign Splitters Sunday, then Bachelor Party two days. Big house on a hill. Oh, yeah. Water, jet ski. Kreischer's going to be floating like a manatee with a beer on his gut and spitting water out. I can't wait. Hey, quite a motley crew, I might oh, add. We motley. got photographers, Jews, alcoholics. Yeah, one boy. Elderly, a black. Uh, One uh, packy. Is he Pakistani? Oh, he's a big pack. I was always afraid to ask. Fudge pack. Um, but uh, yeah, it's going to be crazy. Umar and Kuse and... Uh... <laughs> And then that goes, and then I go straight from there to Austin. Wow! Doing the big pod with Sweet Lou. Ooh-wee. And then uh, I think we're doing the Creek that night. I'm doing the Creek. Oh, that night. that's gonna sell out. Yeah, hopefully. I'm uh, sure he'll pop in. Not gonna attack. I think he might pop. So check it out, Creek on uh, August 17th. I think that's tomorrow. If you're listening to this, bring your jujitsu because walking to that Creek, it's like a hobo zombie obstacle course. No, I'm bringing my New Balances. Uh-huh. I run, baby. Last time, that's where I was when I ran. I haven't returned to the scene of the crime. And then I go straight from there to Cincinnati. Ah. I'm going to the big tennis tournament, plus Liberty Funny Bow, which I heard is seven hours away from anything. It's eight miles away, and it's big. It is big. Uh. It's next to a Panera Bread and a Bar Louie and a Sephora and an AMC. Oh, they're all the same exact place. I know. But at least the hotel's a, a stone's throw away. It's like across the street. It's one of those little complexes they do it's kind of like a white flight right. thing where there's a little patch of grass in the middle and a kid does a cartwheel and there's a fountain and sure. then there's you know roller skates yeah maybe a skate yeah, I think there's skate. a cornhole mm-hmm. and a swing oh yeah, it's all the same. But I gotta say, I was just in West Des Moines, which is the same thing. And I'm a basic bitch. Sure. I mean, I live in the city. I love the city. I'm an artist. I live the artist life. Whatever, blow me. 
But I go to West Des Moines, and it's Chick-fil-A, Panera Bread, Cheesecake Factory, Chipotle, AMC Theaters. I'm fucking, I'm blowing Steve Rogers the whole time. I had to unhinge my jaw because his cock's so big. Yeah, you could do worse. You could, like, (laughs) lock jaw. But it is nice because we live in... Hawk, as they say. We live in squalor. It's it's hobos, it's riding the rails, it's subways, it's the warriors, knife fights, black people, Puerto Ricans, Hasidic Jews. It's a, it's a who's who of, of characters out there. And then you go over to the sweet uh, cheesecake factory and and uh, mall life, and it's kind of nice. I feel like a million bucks, and Steve Rogers and I were walking all over the place. It was like 110, and uh, I got to tell you this. I, I was talking about this on stage. In Des Moines, the Midwest, they're too nice. Uh-huh. You know the too nice? Oh, yeah. Too nice crew. But maybe it's a little passive aggressive. Well, they do this thing where you're crossing the... So we're on foot. We're the only ones on foot. We look like... We, everyone must assume we have DUIs, because it's like mm-hmm. a big, sprawling mall horse. Yeah. And so you come up, and it's like a four-lane road, and you stop, because you got to cross the street. i got to get to Starbucks. Oh, or, uh, yeah. You don't want to be around me. Takes forever. And then the guy in his car, he's taking a right, and he sees us over there, so he's like, he's doing this. Yes, you go. yes. But I'm like, no, you go. You go. You're in a car. Right. I'm on foot. Exactly. I have to cross four lanes of traffic on foot. Yes. Hoofs. Foot. You're in a car. You can do 30 miles an hour. Just pull away. You're gone. There's no one behind you. Right. It doesn't make sense. Now I have to walk. I have to like do this jog move. Yeah, yes, exactly. And I'm like, you just want the dopamines. Think Scientifically, ah, here. logic. It doesn't make sense. Everyone and everyone does it. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Right. Like this. No, just zoom by. I know. And those fucking four ways out there. You hit that dumb button, which mm-hmm. I assume does nothing. And then you hit the button, and you're like, oh, oh. And then eventually, you never get the white guy. So you just go, fuck it, let's take it. You try to map out where the arrow is and which is green and which is red. And you just go for it. It's I know, brutal. You always get hit by a car. But I wonder if the white guy will become offensive. I thought about that too. Yeah, or blue. Or black. Why don't they make him gender neutral? Well, black's hard to see. Uh, Unless he's smiling. Uh-oh. Cut that. Uh, um, but, you know, blacks, you can't have black lights. I mean, you can't have a black light, but then you see the cum everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not in a hotel. You don't want that. Oh, uh, yeah. Maybe I guess a blue, you're right. maybe blue. a yellow. Blue, yeah. You know, blue. Well, blue lives matter. That's no good. Mm, true. You see, there's a there's a hole everywhere you turn. Orange is Trump. That's no good. Yeah. yeah. Yellow. Maybe yellow. And that's Asian. That's Asian. And he does look like a guy, which is no good. It's gonna have to be just a blob or a face, <laughs> like a like a smiley face. What about pink? Because pink's not gender neutral anymore. Makes or gender of, whatever. It's breast cancer. All right. Fuck. What's you the color? See, these cum guzzlers have, have painted ourselves into a corner of offensiveness. Maybe green light, but green light means go. Well, it should be green. Green. Because go. Go. But that for the might confuse the, the drivers. Like, oh, the I saw green. That, I panicked. That's right. Because that happens with the bike lane. Aha. Sometimes you see the green bike and you start to turn. Exactly. You go off the bike. And the green could be a little Irish action. Who knows? Oh, luck of the Irish. Green mile. Green emerald. We got no color. Maybe purple. Purple. The purple walk guy. I like purple. Purple walk person. It could just be the purple eggplant. One-eyed, one-horned, flying purple, purple people eater. eater. Have you seen Nope? No, I haven't. Nope. Oh, I saw it twice. You like Chuck. Twice. I, I had the same feelings as you, where it's like, I, I like so much of the visuals, but I'm like, uh, is it, it's kind of ambiguous, like a little bit too much. Mm. It's pretty good. Uh, Do you I, feel bad as a whitey? No, no, oh, none okay, of that, great. None of that, none of that. I mean, I guess I mean there's, uh, there's layers of that, but no, not at all. It's fun, and I, I saw it. I saw it was poor Steve Rogers. This guy, he's one of these cute, sweet men. By the cute way, little guy. 
This guy keeps getting stronger. Very funny comic. Check him out. He's got a special. Oh, yeah. And uh, you know you don't see someone for a while. All of a sudden, you're like, damn, that's new. That's I new. Love that. That's something. Love when they're working. And they love him in Des Moines. So he's got a huge piece. Huge dong. The Dong Brothers. Yes. That's you guys. The dong Boys. I got a decent tongue. That's what I've heard. It's got some problems. Yeah, obviously. I've heard that too. Very rash. I got all kinds of asshole rashes these days. Are you dealing with this at all? You got to get the bidet. You got to get the wet wipe. The itchy. I got an itchy butt. The taint. It's bumps. It's brails. Well, you know what? You get that swamp ass. It's heat. You get a little chafing going. And then you're wiping all day. You shit like a goose on Sunday. <laughs> and you're just wiping like crazy. It's just, it's just a rug burn all day long. I got to tell you, I've had two jogging shits where you hand your shit to your wife. Wife and you jog home. Have you had wait, 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 all? wait, what? What is a marathon? I'm confused. <laughs> Pippic. We're walking home and I just get hit with it like oh, Kramer. Oh, yeah, I've had and that. So I got to hand her my coffee and oh, my glasses and I, I just see. run for it. You said I hand her my shit. I was like, what are you shitting in a bag? That's what I was confused. Oh, I see. No, no. I mean, we were walking home from, I forget where, we were running errands or something. Oh, we went to the bank. That's what it is. We went uh, to the bank. The bank. I yep. just move whatever, do whatever. And we're sitting there, and the lady's like, and do you have an account with the... Uh, and I'm like, this lady, you know when you can feel the shit touching your underwear? Yeah. It's like peeking out. <laughs> it's rattling the cages. Yes, yes. And so I had to just hand her my coffee and just go for it. I was like, take wow. my wallet, take my wife, and take my sneakers. I got to run. No, no bank shit. Now, nah, you want a home shit. This is the kind of shit you want to be at home, and the bank doesn't have a shitter. They don't? You can't make a deposit? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You are hot today, baby. It's hot here. It's brutal. I'm I'm, I'm spitzing. (laughs) Hot coffee. But But I ran, and then you ever have this kind of shit where it's every kind of shit you can have in one? Mm. Like I had the double tapered pipe. Oh, yeah. I love a pipe. Like the the, the big present, like like a bag of Smarties. (laughs) It's all pipes. (laughs) That came out. Yeah. Then I had a couple of like bloop, 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 bloop. Like uh, rabbit pellets. The rabbits, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. On top of it. Uh, then it got funky. It was like I switched gears, and it was like uh, like, like a, a diarrhea thing. And then it was just a loose pile. Uh, like a bloosh. This is a ton. Yeah. <laughs> I got photos. I'll send you. Send them. me the photo. I mean, it was a real pile of shit. Yeah. Um, it's so funny. I had this just through. I had this last week. I was on a podcast. On a, I was walking around my neighborhood doing a solo pod with like a lav mic, and I got out of the apartment. I went, oh, I got a shit kind of, and I was like, ah, whatever. And then two blocks later, it was like full blown emergency. Your whole attitude changes, and you just go into survival mode. You're like, maybe I'll shit between these cars. Maybe yes. I'll shit in this house. Maybe I'll shit in this dumpster. I could pull it off. I'll just pull my pants up real quick, finish, and run home and wipe my ass. Yeah, this, it's funny how much you care about your clothes because you're like, I can't shit in my pants, so I'll just shit on the sidewalk. Yes. Which is also insane. Right. Because if you shit in your pants, at least it's contained. You can get home and clean. I don't know. I was in shorts, and this would have been a leg runner. Yeah, I mean, this was bad, but um, I think what it is for me, and I, I've mentioned this stuff before, I've been starting every day with a big bowl of oatmeal okay, and a big spinach smoothie, spinach, spinach. blueberry, banana, but then I eat shit. Like, I'll go to the movies, I'll eat M&M's, ah. I'll go to get a double fudge brownie at Starbucks. Oh. So I think it's the combo of really healthy... With some unhealthy, yes. really makes it everything move. You got Israel and Palestine because you're. That's why your shits are getting all diverse. That's why the the cylindrical is the spinach and the oatmeal, and then the rabbit pellet and the explosion and the Pollock painting and the Flint water. 
That's the brownie. Well, at the bank, she said I have to diversify my portfolio. <laughs> so there I we gotta, go. I got right. I, I decided to mix it up in there. Uh huh. And what, then I, was I it TD Bank turd drop. It was uh, TD. <laughs> All right. There um, we go. Tor- Toronto. What is that? Toronto dildo. What's the D? I, don't I think know. it's Toronto. Oh, is it Toronto? It's a Canadian bank. Oh, I don't like so that. I just think TD Bank North. TD Bank toilet destroyer. It might not be. T- <laughs> All right. It might not be uh, Toronto. It's T-something. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Let's keep it moving. We don't want to have Chuck talk. Tea party. um, Oh, did you find it? You're going to ask me straight up or else I can't answer it. It's part of the rule. You have to ask. What does that mean, straight up? You, they can't. I can't talk without someone oh, asking me. Oh, I see. Even if you see. look at me and nod, they still say. Did oh, you guys come to this agreement? Are you guys like Congress over uh, there? No, I'm just trying to. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm just trying to control the, the damage All right. control. I thought it was Chuck and the gays were like having a meeting. And yeah, uh, you know. they got the no, climate no, change they, bill passed. They string me up. Um, Toronto Dominion Bank. All right, I knew it was Toronto. I didn't know. Dominion. Obviously, I backpedaled. So mm, Dominion it's, Republic. Um, <clears throat> But anyways, we went and saw uh, Nope. Me and Steve Rogers, uh, his huge cock. But he's like a he's like a child. He's you know these people that can't watch horror movies. Yeah, that's a little sad. <laughs> I mean, like I don't like horror. I get scared, but I can do it. It's a fucking film. It's a f- picture show. Well, I had to tell him like this old trick from when I was nine. I was like, just picture everything right off frame. There's a guy that looks like Chuck with a boom mic. Right. I'm like, everything you're seeing, there's like 50 people right out of the frame, that, being, like smoking a butt, and they're wearing New Balance. You know what I mean? That's a great point. Yeah. There's a guy with a big bullhorn going, good. All right. Now he has a bag of M&Ms. Yes. As soon as this is over, this possession is over, they're like this. Was that good? Okay. Well, I got to take five. Yeah. yeah. Lunch. Going to lunch. Yeah. That's it. Exactly. Check the gate. That's lunch. Uh-huh. So he was scared, and I, I looked over a couple times, and he's got like his bag of popcorn. He's eating it like he's like watching the movie, like uh, peeking over the popcorn. You want to go? Hey, look at that huge hog of yours. All right, be a man. <laughs> I know you got rated R in your pants, <laughs> but I tried to tell him it's like an adventure movie. But because Nope is like in the horror area, uh-huh. the trailers forget oh. about it. Steve crawled underneath the fucking thing. <laughs> Jesus it was Christ. Ba- it was bad. I mean, if his wife saw it, forget about it. That's the end of that. All right. Well, Steve, you know, sack up a little bit. You know, it's funny because everybody's like, I don't know how you do stand up. I don't know how you get up there. Meanwhile, we're, you can't get on the subway. Steve's under the seat. And I got a finger in my ass. I took the subway here. All I take right. it. If the sun's out pre 5 p.m., I'll take it. There you go. Sun's out, knives out. That's the subway's model or motto. Fun. That was a fun movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. Knives out was pretty good. Sequel coming. Ah, they'll ruin it. But I think uh, I thought Nope was pretty good, pretty fun. It's worth a, it's worth a C. All right, all right, C C minus. Hey, hey, folks! Tuesday Stories is brought to you by Sheath. You know we love Sheath. I'm not even gonna look. I bet I'm wearing them right now. Here we go. Oh, you hate to see those pubes. Look at that. Oh, you got the nice King Tut uh, Sheath over there. King Tut. Tuesdays with Stories is brought to you by Sheath Underwear. Keep the heat off your balls with Sheath. We love them. They feel good. They look good. They smell good. I got my dick in one pouch, my balls in the other. It's genius marketing, genius engineering. You got to get on it. Get something for the lady, too. It's all by U.S. Army soldier and Tuesday Robert Patton. He was out there in the desert of Iraq with a fucking hog on his leg, and he had to move it. Hooah! Comfy and cool. Sheath comes in so many patterns, you can have a pair ready for any occasion. They didn't leave out the ladies either. Get that sports bra, gals. The comfort you guys know for your balls. Sheath is applied to boobs with the sports bra. 
Go to sheathunderwear.com and order with promo code TUESGAYS to get 20% off your first order. And sheath 100% money back guarantee. But you won't need it. That's sheathunderwear.com, promo code TUESGAYS. Get sheath underwear and let them support your balls. Hey there, folks. My name is Joe List, and I co-host this podcast for many years, and we're very funny. And we want to thank our sponsorship, Factor. When summer starts to wind down, fall can get chaotic, but Factor's ready-to-eat meal delivery makes it easy to stay on top of a busy schedule. Factor makes it easy to eat well for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and everything in between. These are fresh, never-frozen meals that are delicious and nutritious. Mm. Factor now offers 32 meals per week, including 11 keto options. Mm. Each Factor meal arrives pre-prepared by their ter- team excuse me, of chefs, ready to heat and eat in just two minutes. They offer a vegan and veggie meals. Keto meals, calorie smart options, cold pressed juices, smoothies, energy bites, extra protein, veggie sides, and more to keep you fueled and focused all day long. Right now, you can head to go.factor75.com slash Tuesdays130. Use code Tuesdays130 to get $130 off across six boxes. That's code Tuesdays130 at go.factor75.com slash Tuesdays130 for $130 off. That's a great deal. Go get it. Go do it. <laughs> here, here. I'll, uh, let me throw this at your dick and see if it sticks to the side of it. Um, <laughs> a lot of space there. So I was in Kentucky this weekend. Lexington, Kentucky. Oh, hello, Kentucky. Uh, uh, exactly. Woo. So oh, this welcome. is one of these sleeper great clubs. You been in this room? What's it called? Comedy Off-Broadway. Oh, I know about it because Ronan's from there, so he knows everything Kentucky. That's right. Sam said he had him open for him once. He was like, that was a mistake. Oh, he yeah. just bah! murders, he's yelling, he's killing, and Sam's like, yeah, what's up with Finland or whatever? Got it. And, uh, yeah. this, this is my Sam Earl. That's it. That's it. So uh, Sam, whatever, but uh, I don't know. He might get mad about all that, but who knows? Oh, we did an impression. Okay. So he's the best. We love Sam. We love Sam. Great he's got comic. a new special coming out on Netflix. Whoa! Oh, is that not out? You didn't know that? I knew that. Oh, okay. I was giving just, it. I was selling it. Just checking. Now I'm nervous. But uh, <laughs> do I bring Marcus Monroe to feature? Oh, Eminem. Great kid. Funny guy. Good egg. So uh, he's a filmer too. That's a big. That's a big move now. These mm-hmm. guys go, hey, hey, you know, you you bring me and you go, eh, maybe I'll think about it. I can film, clip, edit, cut, and you go. You're in. That's a, Steve brought a camera. I didn't know. I, I brought him because he's got a huge dick, but sure. uh, he brought the camera. All I right. I haven't seen the footage. He's a regular Chuck, but... <laughs> he already has the tripod. So uh, we we get out there, and it's you know it's eight flights to get in. you got to leave at four in the morning because you want to make sure you get there, and if you miss your connection. So it's uh, it's one of those things where I'm watching TV at midnight the night before, and you got that looming yeah, 10 o'clock flight. All right. Look at my phone. American... Flight canceled. Oh. I go, what the Nazi dick jizz queef bitch Jew is this? Yep. So then you got to go, all right, well, my flight is canceled. I got to get on it. 
Delta, beep, 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 $800. We got a new flight. Great. Now it's early. I get there, and this is where I took your advice. Thank you. The lounge. Ooh, love the lounge. I love the. I mean, the lounge. It makes your life better. It's a. It's a game changer. Mm-hmm. So I get to the lounge. There's breakfast. There's coffee. There's. I, I made an Arnold Palmer. I had like four chocolate chip cookies. I'm high fiving the black ladies. I'm eating oatmeal. It's great. I have a, a what do you call that? A Moscow Mule for the hello. It's like nine in the morning. What's a Moscow Mule? That's it's in the copper cup, and it's oh. uh, t- it's vodka and. Pineapple juice? Give that a goo. Makes your semen taste better. Yeah, that's right. You'll find out later. So now it's all locking in. I'm, I'm annoyed because of the flight cancel, but now I'm in the Delta Lounge. I got upgraded. Mm. Nothing better than an upgrade. So I get in 4A. I sit down. Uh, I'm in the window, and there's an old Jewish guy, like super old. Looks like F. Murray Abraham. Like, <gasps> old guy, yeah. And I go, sir, I'm in the window. He goes, oh, 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 but he gets up. I sit in, and immediately he goes in. And he's like, what do you do? And I'm like, God. These Jews. I know. So I was like, all right, all right. Maybe I'll just chat a little. You never know. So we start chatting. Somehow I, I tell him I I'm, I'm, might be buying this house in Brooklyn. He goes, I'm a designer. And I go, ah, and he goes, hold on, let me get my portfolio. He gets back up, he pulls out a big binder. Now I'm looking at his portfolio. Not great. Not my cup. <laughs> and file. So now I'm just like, this is why people don't do this. This is why this is ending. Like, this is an old school guy. He wants to have a chit-chat. He thinks that's what you do on flights. You meet people, you network. And he just keeps going. And I keep doing the thing where I put the headphone in. I go, oh, what was that? Oh, yeah, yeah. And he won't stop. And eventually... He's like, you married? I'm like, oh, I'm getting engaged or whatever. And he's like, oh, yeah, you got kids? I'm like, no kids. I go, you want kids? He goes, well, I'm gay. And I'm like, oh, okay. Mm. And he just starts unloading. He's like, I used to go to Studio 54. I used to fuck everybody. We used to go to the bathhouses. New York sucks now. They ruined it. And I'm like, we haven't even taken off. Oh, I mean, this God. is all in. Oh. Now, I don't know what to do because I'm like, I'm so tired. I pigged out. It's eight in the morning. I just want a nap. Yes. And he won't stop. Like, even when it's over, he'll be like, So, where do you live? And he oh just keeps my it coming. God, this is I'm brutal. Like, F. Murray Abe. They so, should have a little one of the Jeopardy thing, the little window that comes up for final Jeopardy. Oh. You know, the little panel. Yes. This is your last chit chat. It's yes. coming up. Get it in now. So, this daily double cunt it would not stop. And, uh, Eventually, I go, hey, look, buddy, this is Alan talking. I go, I usually sleep on airplanes, so if I fall asleep, don't take it personal. And he goes, oh, no, 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 no. So right when that thing takes off, I go, <laughs> I just fake it. And he's still talking. No, I, come on. Well, he's going like, oh, oh, sorry. So uh, <laughs> oh, did you catch Jesus. that movie? Oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, I'm going to let you sleep. I'm going to let you sleep. Oh. That passive-aggressive shit. And I just, I just go... And I just faked it all through it. I faked the sleep for like an hour and a half. Wow. Till I got to Atlanta. Dad, did you ever actually fall asleep? Because sometimes if you fake sleep, you fall asleep. Well, here's what happened. I faked it, and eventually I look over at him, and he's going. Oh, okay. So, so you put him to sleep. I put him to sleep, and then I watched a movie. Okay, that's not bad. Not bad, but it was a, quite an ordeal. Yeah, these talkers just forget about it. I don't understand it. As soon as they say hi, there's no need for a high, a, a slight exchange, maybe. Yes, Maybe. Yes. And I think he's thinking, like, keep in touch. He gave me his card. I'll design oh. your whole house, whatever. And it's it's very nice, but you could tell the guy was extremely lonely, and he was a sweet guy. And uh, I hope the best for him, but, whew, 
You know, you know, it felt like it was. It felt like you met that kid in eighth grade who you're like, "This kid's a dweeb. He's a nerd. He's got some problems, but he's nice." It was like that, but eighty. Mm. You'd think you you would grow out of that, but he was still that kid. I think he's lonely. I think he's, he's lonely. a lonely guy. He's got no one to talk to, and he goes, "Great, I got a buddy for an hour." Yes, and, a half. and you're cool. He's looking at you, going, "Hey, the cool guy next to me." Well, I had to keep lying because he kept asking me about my job, and I I, right. I couldn't give him comedian. No, no, you can't. So the best I could come up with is, uh, I'm a punch-up guy. And he goes, punch-up? What are you, a boxer? I go, no, no, I punch-up scripts. And he goes, what? So I was like, damn it, that uh, was too interesting, too. That's no good. And he goes, yeah. anything I've heard of? I go, Tropic Thunder, something about Mary. He's like, I don't know any of those. I'm like, well, what are we doing here? I gave you, like, giant mainstream movies. What do you want me to say, Casablanca and uh, Rear Window? <laughs> so that was Great interesting. Film. Yeah. Hey, folks, Tuesday Stories is brought to you by Raycon. Oh, I've been listening to a lot of Pearl Jam lately, and it's been great. Uh-oh. Uh, it's been even better using my Raycon wireless earbuds. Raycon's everyday earbuds look, feel, and sound better than ever with optimized gel tips for the perfect snug in-ear fit. These earbuds are comfortable, and they will not fall out. Raycon's... Offer three sound profiles to match what you're listening to. Noise isolation, awareness mode, and plus mode lets you be immersed in sound or hear your surroundings. This is next-level stuff, folks. They've they've mastered the earphone. It's got all these options. It sounds great. I listen to it when I run or in bed before I hit the snooze. So I love to use my Raycons when riding the subway, too, because you, you drown out some of the uh, religious yelling the guy's doing. Raycons give you eight hours of playtime and a 32-hour battery life. Holy hell, you could fly to L.A. 17 times on that hour, on that battery. Raycons give you the same audio quality as other premium audio brands at half the price. These bad boys are built to last. I've seen people talking about their Raycons falling three stories, getting lost in the rain, and a snowstorm, and still working after. Woo-wee! It's like an immigrant. It's easy to see why Raycon's everyday earbuds have over almost 50,000 five-star reviews. Check out Raycon's wireless earbuds. You are going to want to leave them a five-star review as well. Go to buyraycon.com slash Tuesdays and get 15% off your first order. That's B-U-Y-R-A-Y-C-O-N dot com slash Tuesdays to get 50% off. Buyraycon.com slash Tuesdays. Get on it! Um. Wow. Yeah, that sucks. I I had I had a little incident with a lady. Lay it on me, fat. At the airport. So I go with uh, Big Steve, Big Dick Rogers. Sure. Who, by the way, the Tuesday has we have quite an outrage because we did the uh, uh, meet and greet after, and uh-huh. every single person was like, "Hey, Big Dick, huge <laughs> dick. Let's see that." Di-. I've I've given this man a gift that keeps giving forever. Yeah. Well, he better thank us with that hog. I want to. I want a Christmas card with well, it. He fucked up big time because he proposed. I'm oh. like, we're telling thousands of men and young women that you have a giant piece, and now yep. you're married. Yeah, what a retard. You, you really blew it here. Yeah, you big dicked idiot. You blew it, buddy. <laughs> um, so <clears throat> we get to the, the flight. We're in the lounge, the whole thing. I'm in Delta Comfort. He's back in the shit big dick seats. We both get upgraded. I get upgraded to first class. He gets upgraded to comfort. Hey, can't complain there. So I'm in uh, first class, but they, they they give me the window, which I, I'm an aisle guy because I piss Love every 30 seconds. Love an aisle. So they give me the, the window, 
Uh, I'm in I'm in 4D. Okay. 4C, very attractive older woman who I had been pointing out before when ah. we were waiting to board. I was like, look at this. What are older, we older than me. I mean, like, Laura Dern. Uh, no, dark hair. Oh, jet black hair, petite. Ooh, like this little waist, some nice can, nice looking gal. Sure. So she sits in the aisle, and I'm like, oh, that's the lady from earlier. I remember her. And I text Steve, because I get on before him, because I'm better than him as a human. Yes, yes. So I text, and I go, hey, the, the lady I was talking about is sitting next to me. So then he gets on, and we're having some fun, and I, you know, the lady's here, and I go, I, ho- I hope your suitcase doesn't fit, because it's a small, it's a CRJ 900, a little <laughs> one. <laughs> That's a good line. And I say, I hope your suitcase doesn't fit in the overhead. I hope you have to walk back through the whole line. And he's laughing, and the lady says, that's a really dark thing to wish on someone. Ooh. And I'm like, attraction level. I go, is it dark? Plummeting. Is that dark? That's not dark. Not dark. It's dark would be, uh, I hope your mother gets raped by a, you know, a, a sandwich maker. Yes, that's dark. <laughs> Foot long. That's dark. <laughs> so I go, well, he's my friend. And she goes, that makes it worse. Well, who is this lady? And I go, no, it doesn't. It would be a hundred times worse if I just random people. I was like, I hope you're back. Yes, that's a great point. That would be psychotic. That would be a thousand times worse. That's a bit. And I want. I know, it's a bit. I'm doing a bit oh, on sorry, the show. Oh, sorry, sorry, shit. Fuck, I feel like an asshole. No, Cut no, that. No, I'm just no, doing no. bits on the show. Don't do the bit thing. But I didn't know it was a bit. It was a story. Of course, I told of it course. on stage. It killed. But she literally said that. And so then I'm looking back at Steve, and this lady hates me. Wow. Because she's like, really? She's like, that's worse. And she's like, just doing, she's literally like doing this. And I'm like, well, now I got a partner that hates me. I, ha- I want the person to like me. Not yes. as much as your guy likes you, but Not I want her to l- like a little bit. Sure, sure. Plus, she's hot. So then I'm like, I'll take out my book. I bring a book. And I was like, if she sees that I read, she'll know I'm a good person. <laughs> good it's people read. Yeah. So, you know, I pull out, uh, you know, Donald Trump, uh, Art of Making the Deal, and yeah. I start <laughs> reading that. And uh, she did no look, and I'm like, this, she hates me, fuck. And I was like, I thought about faking a phone call, being like, I'll be there to volunteer for the blind kids uh, uh, tomorrow. I had these exact thoughts. That's so like, funny. Maybe I'll do something like that. Sure. And then Louie texts, and I'm like, oh, oh, I can't let her, don't I, let her see that. I can't let her see that uh, it just says best friend Louie. I'm uh. like, I got to throw that out the window. <laughs> so then Steve... He gets upgrade. He gets the last minute upgrade. You know when you're already sitting on the plane, oh, they come and find you. Nothing better than that. So it's one of these one seat over there, two seats over here. It's a little plane. So all of a sudden, Steve shows up next to me uh, over there across uh-huh. the aisle. And I go, what? And then she goes, that's your friend, right? Why don't we switch so you can sit with your friend? Whoa, whoa. Which is kind of nice. But then she says this. Maybe she was trying to make amends. Well, then she says this and she gets up. She goes, he doesn't want to sit next to me. I, I know that. And I was like, what, what? Are we fighting? What yeah, is this? What, are we married? What's and going on? I did want to sit next to you because you got great cans and a little waist. Sure. But she was quite mean. So she switched. And then Steve's next to me. But it's kind of like the old guy. Because yeah. I love Steve, but I'm like, I don't want to hang out right now. Yes, I yes. want to sleep and jerk off and, and read Art of the Deal. Right, right. So we ended up having a nice couple a couple laughs, a couple chuckles. And yeah. I was making, you know, I'm doing some gags or whatever is and that... checking out his piece. But still, sure. it was a little strange. That is a little strange. But, but what a turn of a, I mean, she went from the hottest lady to the meanest lady to the, to the nicest lady again with the seat sweat. I mean, she's all over the road this but broad. I think it was a way for her to sit by herself ah. and get away from me because she sees me Ooh. as this dumb. Dark soul. I don't get it. I mean, what does she do when she sees the news or a homeless guy? You know, she sees you make a joke. She's like, ah! Yeah, I was like, I'm, bust, I'm busting balls. And I said this to I was like, I, well, I know his suitcase is going to fit. Like, I put mine in. 
So it's like, it's not that mean. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, we're joking. Wow. What a cool, I mean, the, I'm just going to say this. There's like an epidemic going on in this this time where people are good guys, but they're actually kind of shitty. Mm, you know, yes. they're, they act nice and, and heroic and, you know, virtuous, but they're actually, I had a similar thing and now I'm going to counter with this lady. Okay. Counter. Oh, wait, were you done? I think I'm done. Okay. So I had two incidents with ladies in Kentucky. Oh, so we sold out. We sold out every show, and uh, we added a show. So when you add a show, it's kind of like the riffraff show up Uh because people are like, "Oh, there's a show tonight. We've never heard of this guy," which is fine. I I think part of being a comic is making strangers laugh. That's part of it. So we get this show, and it it goes well. They're a little more square. They're not your people. They're not as gung ho. So I would do a Holocaust joke, and they were still like, "Jesus Christ!" You know, it's it's reality, right? So one lady comes up to me. She has armpit hair, and she's she's really cute. But she's like, "I noticed you asked if there were any gay people in the room, and nobody responded." So I went, "Woo!" And I was like, "Oh, thanks, thanks for being supportive. Whatever, I appreciate it." She's like, "Well, it's weird. You have no gay people here." And I'm like, well, we've had gay people throughout the show. This is like the fifth show we've had them. Just none at this show. Or maybe they didn't respond. And she was like, I noticed that he didn't didn't have a lot of other minorities either. And I was like, well, I don't know. It's Lexington. What do you want from me? And she's like, I think it's your crowd. And I go, well, we've had minorities throughout the weekend. Sure. And she's like, nah, it's your crowd. And I'm like, okay. And then she kind of got snippy and walked away. And I was like. That was weird. Did I just get scolded for not having minorities? And she's like, Kentucky's very liberal. I'm like, okay, thank well, Louisville's you. Louisville's very liberal. Well, yeah, I'm in Kentucky's Lexington. Kentucky's as red as my asshole with yeah. this rash. Well, that's, she said Lexington's very okay. liberal. Oh, Lexington, excuse me. So I was like, all right, yeah, sorry. And then she walked away, and I was like, that was weird. And one guy comes up after to buy a shirt, and he goes, fuck her. I was like, okay. So then we do all the shirts. She comes back later and goes, I don't want you to think I hate you, so let's get a photo. And I was like, in my head, I was like, I don't want to get a photo with you. You you hurt my feelings, or you were mean. Yeah. But I did the photo because I'm scared of her. So then she's flirting with you in a weird way, or she like wants to fuck a Nazi in her mind. Oh, it didn't feel like it. (laughs) I think (laughs) it didn't feel like that. But uh, maybe I've never been on the other end of a Nazi fuck fantasy, (laughs) an NFF. So. She leaves, and I get a you know a bunch of emails later, whatever, and I just delete. You know, you, you, do you have a YouTube email sync? Meaning, whenever so. you get a comment on your YouTube, it, you get an email. Oh, I had to get rid of that a long yeah. time ago. <laughs> yeah, well, kidding. I always just delete them because you know you get a bunch of YouTube comments. But yeah. for some reason, I just said, "Oh, I got a comment on this video." I opened it, and it was. It said, "Went and saw Mark's show." I think he's a very liberal guy, but I must say his crowd is insanely conservative, bigoted, and every time he did a ironic racial joke, they hooped and hollered because it was supporting their racist beliefs. And it was like this long paragraph, and I'm like, what the fuck oh is this? God. And I think it was her. Imagine it was her. I mean, you had to hope it was her. You don't want two of these knuckleheads running around. Well, that's true. but I mean, It's better if it's her, but... This is the weird thing now where it's like you're not just responsible for your actions. You're responsible for the people in your audience. Uh-huh. Well, this, this goes... I get if you got a bunch of people sh- shooting up the place sure. or like lighting uh, crosses on fire. Yeah. But it's like I, 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 I do the shows. I do what I do. Whoever comes, comes. I go to Pearl Jam shows. They're like progressive activists. It's 95% middle-aged white men. 
Uh-huh. Uh, they talk about, I mean, Eddie Vedder comes out and takes a knee, literally, wow. during that stuff. I mean, they're, they're, they're a progressive band. They support, you know, Bern, Ralph Nader and all this right. stuff. But a bunch of gay people and black people are not into their music. What are they right. going to do? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I go to, I've been to 50 shows. Everybody is a 42-year-old straight white guy going, I'm still alive. Right. It's and the, like, well, the audience can't just reflect whatever. And if a fist fight breaks out, it's not Pearl Jam's not inciting violence. A fist fight broke out. Right. I mean, some artists do do that. Well, like, that's uh, true. Whatever. But my, my point is, so this is where I'm going with it. So Please. yesterday I get a haircut. And I do a, a, I don't know if you can tell. Yeah, it's not a great one. It's not great. So the guy went, I went in and I, I, I love this, this barber shop. And I go in and I ding, 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 and I go, hey, and the guy goes, ah. Oh. And I go, why, what? He goes, we're closing in a half hour. Half and I hour. go, half hour? It says seven and it's six. I'm looking at my mom like, it's six. Beep, beep. And he goes, uh, oh, well, you know, we'd like to start wrapping up. And I'm like, well, you got an hour. And he's like, well, all right, all right. And he goes, Sit here, whap whap, and he hits the chair hard with the with the robe, mm. and I was like, "Oh, this guy's angry." So now I'm going into an angry haircut, but I I was real fuzzy. I needed a haircut, so yeah. I go, "Well, maybe it'll be all right. Maybe maybe it'll, it'll be like a fuck where it's like an angry fuck, so uh -huh. it's good." By the way, you still need one. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so I go in, and he's just wraps the cape around me, and I'm like, oh, shit, there's tension. You can feel it. He's snipping hard. Oh, and then he does the thing where he wets, you know, I got curly pube hair, so he has to wet it, and he's doing this shit. I'm oh, like, god damn, you know, and he's god. yanking my hair out of my head. And uh, he starts buzzing. He goes, how do you like it? I go, well, he goes, what about the head, the sideburns? I go, eh, just give him a snip right here. And he goes, up here. Mm. And then I go, how do you want the back? And he, I go, I like it rounded. Square! Oh. This guy Jeez. fucked me, Jerry. Yeah, what the hell? So there was another guy next to him. I could tell he was like, just, he was sweeping like, oh boy. Like he could feel it. And I go, uh, hey man, I just, I couldn't take it anymore. Because you, you, you feel so vulnerable. You're sitting there with the cape on. He's got tools and knives and scissors. He's got you by the balls. Is it a cape? Uh, the robe? I think apron? they call it a cape. It's an apron. Oh, maybe an apron. Is it a cape? Capron. Chuck... Well, heroes wear capes. I don't capes. know. I don't know but. I, by the way, I'm not criticizing. It's a genuine question because I've never called it a cape. I want to start calling it a cape. I would go apron. Apron's probably best, but I don't know why my Smock? father's with a man with a cape. Smock isn't bad. It looks like it's apron. I looked it up. Okay. You sell it as haircut apron. Where'd I get cape? cape I don't know. Well, it's the same as a cape. It's a reverse cape. It's a reverse cape. <laughs> a rape. Cape God. Okay. <laughs> I'm a Cape apologist. All right. So, get, so sorry. I, All right. Get, so, get, me, get me here. Get me there. So I'm getting an angry cut, and he's not <laughs> listening to me. It's bad. Thank God he's on a, a moil. This guy would have cut my dick off. So he's buzzing. He's twisted. He's shaking. He's dusted. He's hitting me with that. You know, he d dips the brush in the powder. Uh -huh. Hit me all over the face. I'm like, and I go, oh, dude, are you mad at me? And he goes, why, why would I be mad? He's like this Italian guy. He's like, why, why would I be mad? No, I'm not mad. And I'm like, and he's all, he's all mumbly and quiet. Mm. He's talking very low. Mm. And it got to the point where I couldn't hear him, but I didn't want to miss something. This is vital information. He's going to give me a fucking mohawk out here. So I, I kept being like, what? Huh? And he would say it again. I'm like, Jah! you're killing me here. Because it just keeps making it more tense. Because I have to keep asking, what? What? And then eventually I go, okay. I want to get it short on the side, but keep some at the top. And he goes, and I go, is that good? And he goes, yeah, yeah, it's good. 
I'm like, all right, because he wasn't responding to me. Right. And you know, I can't deal with a no response. That's no. like my big trigger. It's my parental thing. It's psychology. It goes all the way back to childhood, whatever. My dad didn't talk to me, whatever. So part of me was like, I might just walk. Should I walk? Whoa. But I'm halfway through a cut. So eventually, I kind of just, I'm like sweating because I'm like, I'm in fight or flight mode in a smock, right. in a chair. And this guy is angry at me, but I have to pay him, but I it's my hair and whatever. So eventually I go, he goes, all right, you're all done. And I go, whoop, whoop. And I go, this side is way longer than this side. And he goes, well, you said not too short. I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't God. want too short, but it has to be even. And he goes, well, your hair is curly. And I go, yeah, yeah, but there's still length. I can still pull it out and see what's what. <laughs> and... He goes, okay, and he cuts it better, and then what I went the home and fuck? furiously, I gave him like a small tip and got out of there, but here's my, my, this is where I'm bringing it all around. I wanted to write a review. Ah. My first thought was to write a review, but then I go, well, am I that coos if I write a review? No, I think reviews are important. I mean, that lady's commenting on YouTube, and her thing doesn't make any sense. Uh-huh. You'd be her if you wrote a review that was like, I gotta tell you, I was the only one in there. So they don't like blacks or whatever. Uh, you know what I mean? I right. mean, it's like her thing is taking one thing and saying another thing. Yes. It seems like to me, the review can be powerful. I'm not writing reviews all over the place. No, but if someone's fucking them. you like that, you got to shove that review right up their ass. Because first of all, you could be doing service sure. to someone else who's going to get a crummy haircut. Yeah, yeah. And, but, uh, you know, it gives you some, some power, the review. I guess it does give you power, but you don't want to abuse it. People always abuse power, but... I wish I knew the guy's name because I've been in there ten times and they always do great. Well, you it was could this guy. You might have to make an appointment. You have to be an appointment person. Say, hey, Billy's my guy. Yes, that's not bad. I talked to Cypher Sounds, our Puerto Rican DJ pal, mm-hmm. and he has an interesting movie. He's like, dude, I go to these these barber shops, you know, and they they have eighteen guys hanging out. It's like a bunch of black guys, and they all hang out and sh- shoot the shit and chop it up. And he's like, I go in there, and I'm Puerto Rican, so they give me a weird shape-up thing, and he's like, I'm hip and a DJ, so they think I want like a Z in there or a swastika. <laughs> so he goes, he's like gotten burned so many times, so he filmed his barber doing it, ah. and he made a little sizzle reel, and he goes, I'm shooting a movie, it's got to look exactly like this. And that's his move. Oh. And I was like, well, I'm not going to shoot a sizzle. Chuck, that'll take him a year to edit. But <laughs> I'm not going to shoot a sizzle. But I thought, okay, other people are having these problems with barbers. A scissor reel. Oh! Also, hey, great name for a lesbian porn. <laughs> <laughs> All right, a scissor reel. But yeah, so I, I felt glad knowing other people have had barber problems. Of I think course. you've had barber problems. Oh, absolutely. I think these guys, they get angry, and they take it out on your your mop. Well, it's everyone's human. Everyone's fighting their own uh, battle. Mop yeah, the hoople. Yeah, and I think yeah. that... Uh, mop the floor with me. You know, he's just going through some shit. I thought you were going to say he read the review from the lady and was ah. like, yeah, this guy's a Nazi piece of shit. That's where I thought it was going. No, no, this guy is not a fan of comedy. But, um, yeah, no, it's frustrating. That's one of the gambles with a haircut. It's why people get a barber and they stick with him yes. forever. They walk in, they go, hey, Bruce. Yes, because okay. Because I got a place that's that's really good, and they're Asian barbers Ooh. from Lexington, I guess. But oh. So um, I, I go there every time now because they give me the best yeah. This one, I don't know where this is from, but uh, yeah, sometimes you get a bad a haircut's big. It's big. It's big. And it, it's, you know, you go back to your apartment and you're like, 
You're like a kid again. You're stomping your feet going, God damn it, dang, I should have said this. And then you look in the mirror, you go, ah, I got to look like that for three weeks because it's going to, you know, it's yeah. going to take a while to grow back. It looks okay. It looks okay. Yeah, but it's nice. I'm not going to lie to you. I went in with a couple buzz. I went back to my house and hit the buzzer. Really? To shape it up, which was, that's risky. Yeah, it and I was, is. And I was playing angry, you know, when you're angry, like, you know. Chuck, you got a nice cut. Where are you going? Staten Island? I have a, I have a uh, stylist in Rhode Island. Whoa! A stylist? Yeah. Me and what my, the me, fuck? Me and my buddy Ray Harrington have the same stylist. Oh, what? my God. <laughs> well, I mean, she's a, I don't know. She cuts hair and I know her, and that's what she's called. I hope you don't I'm, have the I'm same all, trainer. I'm, almost, I'm saying stylist to be uh, respectful, because uh, that's oh. what she wants to be called. Oh, okay. For me, I'm like, this is my friend Maddie who does my haircut. It's okay. like sex you know. worker. Yeah. Yeah, we all know you're a prostitute. Yeah, you but... say something like nail technician, esthetician, but really you're like, I need you know, I need my haircut. That's it. Okay. Wait, I didn't know. I'm a naive old boomer. I didn't know porn was just all right on Twitter. Oh, yeah. I've jerked there was off a, to Twitter. There was a lady at my show in Des Moines, of all places. West Des Moines was like, I just saw Joe List, funniest guy ever, which is very sweet. And, you know, she's a young lady. I go, let me, let me take a sniff at what's going on here. And I scrolled down, and it was like, I just saw Joe List. He's great. Uh, I just bought some bubble gum. It tastes great. And then it was just a flying butthole. <laughs> Yeah, butthole, pussy, dildo, the whole thing, and hers, uh, hers. Yeah, I, I'm not shaming. I'm for it. I was, but I, I couldn't believe it. So then I'm scrolling, and I'm like, look at this, and it's like beaver, anus, nipples, yeah. and then just Stavros shirtless. And at some point, she she retweeted Stavros. <laughs> So I'm like, I'm, I'm hard as a rock, yeah. and then I see Stavros and just blast oh, off. Oh, what a left everywhere. turn that is. Jeez, um, see that fat Greek but, shirtless. Um, As this, happened, this attacked me. I was in line at Starbucks, and I was scrolling through Twitter next to this old lady, and I spooked this old lady with a rough deep throat video by accident oh, because, you know. Man. I had no idea, and uh, it's, it's quite a thrill. I had no idea you could just find Twitter. But this is the problem, what, what Chuck's talking about. All the female com, not all the female comics, but lots of female comics now post photos, yes. thirst traps. Yes. So I'll be on the bus, or uh, I haven't taken a bus in twenty years, but I'll be on something, heroin, and I'm like going through my feed, and all of a sudden it's just Kim Cognon smushing her tits yes. together, and then I look like a a, a porn guy. I'm I like, know. this is a comic. She's a friend of mine. And this then, happens a lot. And it's also weird that like, why am I the creep? She's posting it. It just and I even if even if you were looking at it on purpose, why right. does that make you a bad guy? That's what I don't get. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't I, make I, you a bad guy, but it just it, it to puts a stranger. The thought, yeah, the stranger, right. the lady, especially that lady at the plane that called me dark. Oh, asshole. if she would have seen those bee holes. If she saw Karen Fiano, this fan with her anus. But uh, I don't know. She would have thrown a suitcase at me or whatever. I would have yeah. like, that's dark right there. That's a dark butthole. <laughs> By the way, the, the bee hole has no uh, attraction to me. It's cute. I like a bee. I don't hate it. But like seeing uh, anal penetration doesn't get me anywhere. I sexually. think it's just like, wow, she's going there. Mm. That's the attraction. Like, holy sh It's almost like anal. I don't know if you've ever uh, gotten your ass pounded, but it hurts. Yeah, a couple days ago. But but I'm saying if you, if you fuck a girl in the ass, it's just like, oh, we're going that next level well that i i like okay having anal is exciting but just seeing a photo i'm not like oh no i'm kind of like oh all right it's but more, i think i'm yeah, old now. it's medical too you're like ah, oh, that's where your shit comes out of how about that but it's quite a thrill because you're like this person was at my that's you don't awesome. think of a porn person being in your show yes yes so that was quite a thrill and uh boy des moines it was one of those weekends where i don't have a lot of great stories but great Weekend there. I, all the Des Moines Tuesdays were so cool. Our fans are the best. 
And uh, thanks for coming up. But it was such a productive weekend. Steve and I were bouncing bits the whole time. Huge. We went to the movies. I forget how much I love being on the road. We went to the Cheesecake Factory oh, after the, the Friday best, show. The best. We flew in a night early. There's a, there's a club there, a little room called Teehee Comedy Club. Oh. And uh, we went and did spots there. Teehee Bank. <laughs> Hey, boy, you are hot tonight. Yeah, you too. Are you going to another pod? I hope so. You're I got nothing. Fire. All right. Well, you do do something. Maybe I'll set some up in the park. Film it. But um, yeah, so we went in a day early and because uh, to save money on flights, because these flights are crazy. Uh-huh. And our boy Siobhan, check out the live episode on Patreon right now. Yes. He, um, he was there the week before, and he's like, you guys got to go do this room. Because he did that thing where he did it. And he was like, hey, Joe, listen, Steve Rogers is coming next week. And they were like, what? Get them in here. <laughs> yeah. So Love we, what? we showed up to tea and, and quite a room at some really funny comics. I forgot. I, I saw this uh, young Latino comic. I forget his name. Fuck. Something, something. Rodriguez, uh, Carlos, Gonzalez. San Diego Padres. I don't know. It was something. But he was very funny. And I was laughing out loud. A couple funny comics there. And they're excited because we're there. And then we do sets. That was great. Then Friday night, we do a show. Killer. Saturday, we do the early show. Killer. Late show. Great show. And like 40 minutes in, I look. And the front table, I go... Hey, are you that comic from the other night at the ah. thing? And he's like, yeah, that's me. I'm like, you guys are all comics. Ah. And he's like, yeah. And I was like, this guy is fucking hilarious. And it was quite a, very exciting for them. They were like, hey, shout out. No better feeling, though, when the comics come out. That means they re- they respect you, they appreciate you, they like you, they want to see a pro at work. It was very exciting. And then I thought about being like, come up and tell that bit. Yes. But then I was afraid to just bury me, like Patrice <laughs> O'Neill style. Well, that's the interesting thing when you, because I'll do that too. I'll go to these uh, weird towns and you pop in on the local scene and you're like, this guy's brilliant. That guy's, like that story Louis told about being in, what was he, in Ireland or something? And he, or no, oh, Melbourne. Yeah. Melbourne, yeah. And he saw some brilliant, weird nerd kid with great jokes and he said, come to the Sydney Opera House. Right. It's a weird moment because you're like, Whoa, you're fucking great. And then you're like, maybe I'm not that good. And then you're also like, you live here? Which kind of gives a more right. pana- panache and cachet. Like, oh, you're just this hidden gem in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, there's good comics everywhere now. It used yeah. to, like, in the old days, it was like Boston, Chicago, LA, New York. Mm-hmm. And uh, now every city, you go to West Des Moines. But yeah, you're like, you should get out sooner than later. Yes, get out or get online. One or the other. Get your shit yeah. out there. Show the world. I- I'll do a scroll. You know, you scroll through these comics, you're like, ugh, yuck. Enough with the crowd work, you suck. And then one, you're like, this guy's a genius. Right, right. It happens. Or gal. Yes, of course. But uh, yeah, that was exciting. It's fun to come in and do a, an alternative show. And then Des Moines Funny Bone just kicked ass, man. So many great Tuesdays. One guy just handed me cash, which I appreciate. A couple gift cards and uh, just just awesome. It feels very nice. And thanks for everyone on the Patreon. Hell yeah. Patreon people. We, it, it went up. It went up. Thanks and to Chuck. Chucky. Chuck's kept it in line. You kept it on the rails with these queefs and the q and anals and all your ideas and if you're not going to tune in, I mean, you should kill yourself because we got a soul jewel coming up that's going to be a banger. Yeah, it's oh, going to yeah. be something big, road trip. That's going to oh, be wild. Yeah. Uh, we got to figure out the, the details of that. Yeah, yeah the, the driving. That's going to come out this Thursday. Ooh, Whoa! I'll believe it when I see it. Nelly! All right. Um, now, I got one more please. humdinger, and I need, I need some input on this because this is a whopper. Minimal input from Chuck. Yeah, please. you got to ask me directly. You can't okay. look, if you look at me, they'll say, did you ask him? See, he's putting this up there because now they're going to be mad at us before uh, we can be like, hey, Chuck's out of my jurisdiction. There, no, dog. sometimes Joe goes, hey, what does this stand for? And he looks at me and someone's like, 
He didn't ask him. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> All right, Chuck Taylor, hang back. Um, so that same 5 o'clock show, you ever have this one? I think every comic's done this, where you're doing well, but there's one, there's one lady right here, because it's a small stage, right there, literally next to my asshole. Is Where's this? Lexington? Lexington. Okay. This is the 5 o'clock, the added show. That's where you got into trouble, because he... These people just went, we'll pop over to this mm. bullshit, whoever this twink is. Five o'clock shasho. Yes. So I'm there doing well, and this lady's just stone-facing, mean-mugging, cold-cocking, just, mm. you know? And I'm doing like the, oh, you almost smiled there. <laughs> oh, hey, wow, you almost laughed. Whoa, oh, she, she almost laughed, folks. You know, and that's doing well. And then at one point, uh, this, I'm killing with this woman up front. I'm like, I love you. You're just, you just, you get me. And she's like, ah, whatever. And then I go, unlike her, this, I mean, you, you're just a jolly ray of sunshine. And this might be the face of death, whatever. And it's it's hitting, but she won't crack. You know, usually they go, all right, geez, okay, I'll smile. Right. Nothing. No crack. No crack, unlike the 80s. And uh, so then she's like, I go, blah, 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 make fun of her again. Then I do the whole, like, is she laughing? And they're like, she's not laughing, ah, you know, and that's killing, whatever. So then I sell shirts, and she shows up, and sh- and I think she's going to be like, look, I'm just not a laugher. I got a weird face, whatever. But she was like, we got to talk. Mm. And I was like, ah, oh, fuck. She goes, uh, would you say the N-word on stage? What? And I go, nah, probably not. I have, but I try to cut down on it or whatever and sure. she goes well why do you say the r word and i go wow i think they're a little different and she goes well my son has down syndrome oh boy and i go well my cousin has down syndrome so now we're off on this retard off you know mm-hmm. like oh well my son well, my cut whatever and then she goes i don't approve of those jokes you shouldn't do those jokes and i go well, what about the holocaust joke she goes that's fine and i go so it's only when it affects you right and she goes uh well, it's just pretty hurtful and rude. And I'm like, to you. Everybody else seemed to enjoy it. And I don't want to be mean. I don't want to be like, fuck you, lady. Get a life. You, you, you snowflake. I'm not trying to be that guy. But sure. I'm trying to be a little bit like, I can't just cater to your world. Right. I don't know you. I've never met you. I don't know your son. I'm sure he's a sweet kid. I'll get him some candy. But I I just can't do it. And she was like, well, whatever. And she stormed off in a huff. Oh, boy. Now, what, what, what is the protocol there? Well, it's it's a bummer to hurt people's feelings. That's the thing. You never want to upset people. You I don't, don't want to hurt upset. their feelings. I don't want to hurt. And uh, I'm sure if you if you have said it early in the show, so she's just fuming, and then you keep calling back I to know, it. She's upset. and But whatever. But the thing is, it's like you're buying a ticket to see an artist. As much as it's comedy, we're telling dick jokes, we're saying retard, whatever. It's still a form of art, performing arts. Yeah. And you don't get to decide what the artist does. That's right. the nature of consuming art. Yes. Uh, you know, I, I wish that Bob Dylan didn't make a fucking Christmas album. Sure. But he did, and I go, ah, well, I don't care for that one. Whatever it is. But this you is know, this is a little, I, I hear you, but this is different because it's, Bob Dylan made a Christmas album, what a hack, what a sellout. This is, you're a bad guy. That's well, that, what hurts. But that's what I'm saying is so like again like Smashing Pumpkins they they bring in drum machines. Uh. And I hate it. I'm like I, I like the early stuff. I hate that. But I don't write to Billy Corgan and say, "Hey, I, I think you're a scumbag, you piece of shit." Right. Maybe maybe this is a false equivalency. I just go, 
ah, fuck, I don't like that as much as I used yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. So she could just go home and go, I, I didn't care for that, but you're certainly welcome to say the thing. And I have the same thing. I have a joke where I say retarded. I had a guy email me and be like, I love the show, but my really? wife was upset because she has her, whatever has Down syndrome. Would you consider taking that out? And I wrote back, I can't do that because then I have to start catering to what everyone says. Uh-huh. I'm sorry she didn't like the joke. I, it, it upsets me that she's upset. Sure. But it's just a word, and I didn't say it to a kid with Down syndrome. No, of course not. I I'm wouldn't just either. just saying uh, the word. And I did in Atlanta do the joke that I have where I say retarded. And there was a kid with Down syndrome there, and I felt terrible after, but none of them were upset. In the crowd? In the crowd. What? Yeah. Very functional. And uh, Sure. And so, uh, you know, you feel bad. Yeah. But then you move on. They weren't too upset. They certainly didn't tell me if they were upset. And yeah. that's part of it. it. It's like, you know. I guess it's part of it. But it just sucks because you give them access to you by selling a shirt or, sure. or taking photos. And then they feel they can critique, which I guess they're allowed to do, free speech or whatever. Sure. But, and you don't want to hurt. You don't want to upset. I don't want to make her feel bad, but uh, it kills. It's a it's a funny joke, and it wouldn't work without that word. I'm the same. I have the same thing going, and to me, it's like I don't know. I'm from. That's not offensive to me, and it's not offensive to most people in the audience. Yeah. Well, well, we do this thing now where we go. These are jokes. These are jokes, but. These four things are untouchable, like race or trans or retarded or whatever. So it's like, I get the Holocaust thing. I like dark humor. I know that's a joke, but this is over the line. Like, we do that with trans all the time. Chappelle, Ricky Gervais. And you're like, but why Why do those stick out to you? Well, you can't go trans jokes, but why not? They're just people. You're making fun of people. You know, that's what I don't get. It's like... He made Holocaust, he made slavery, he made Muslim, he made cancer, AIDS, but the trans stuff is what we focus on. Why is that? Yeah, I don't know. I, don't, I, mean, I guess it's like the hot button it's the issue hot button. or whatever. But uh, yeah, I think that she's within her right to say that. But sure, sure. I, I prefer just going, well, I didn't care for that, whatever. Yeah, yeah, but maybe same. if you kept calling back to her, that's why she feels like, all right, well, if he's going to keep talking about it, I'll go tell him why I was right. upset, whatever. But to me, it's like... That's the nature of art, but particularly comedy. The idea of comedy is saying stuff you're not supposed to say. A little That's bit. That's the whole idea of it. Yeah, yeah. That's and, and, true. And somebody uh, said this recently on a, a podcast, but it's like people trying to tell comedians what not to say never really holds up well. It's not a good look looking back. Like yeah. nobody's like, they were right to try to shut down Lenny Bruce. Right. Not that right. she's trying to shut you down. I guess she's trying to get you to think about something, which. And I, I get it. We people do. I go. All right. I, I'll think about it. But I definitely thought about it all weekend. Uh, ultimately, it's like, yeah, you might hear some stuff you don't like, I mean, which is the nature of fucking life. Yeah. It's like I, I walk around. I see a homeless guy uh, taking a shit on the sidewalk. I, that's not something I was looking forward to seeing. But sure. life is uh, difficult, and I go, ah, oh, shit, that sucks. Life yeah. is miserable. And again, you know, Tarantino has a movie where a guy gets raped, and then he cuts him with a fucking a samurai sword, which is dark, horrific crazy shit gore and i'm sure a lot of moms are like i don't want my kids seeing this but that's art yeah i mean i that's a but the problem with tarantino is he's up in israel fucking his model wife and we're standing in the lobby of a comedy club behind a card table going hey i got a shirt here yeah that's part of it yeah part of it is because we're so accessible with social media and we go and do a meet and greet so people are welcome to come and say shit and a lot of it's hurtful 
Yeah, it but is that's a lot part of hurtful it's, stuff. She's taking a gamble by going in the audience and listening to a comedian, and we're taking a gamble by standing out in the hallway and getting feedback from people. Good point. And look, we are discussing it because it does affect us. We wanna we we wanna make it right, but I don't know if there is a. A solution here. But I, I've thought this since I was a, a kid when it was like, like, I'm like, I just don't, I haven't heard a compelling argument about how me on stage saying the word retarded, making the noise retarded with my mouth, yeah, is making the world a worse I place. Know. In fact, if you're upset, but 250 people laugh, I've brought joy to a whole lot of people. And I do feel bad that you're upset. Sure. But. I can't feel bad for that long, and I've brought much more joy. And I don't think I'm bringing any real suffering into the world. You're just triggered by a word. Right. Which is right. fine. That's fine. Yeah, you're allowed to be triggered. Well, the whole thing's retarded. And uh, I hope I hope the best for that lady and her kid. <laughs> Chuck wants to talk so bad right now. I can no. feel it. It looks like you have something to say. If you, you got a nugget, be... I say get it out. But if you don't got a nugget, don't just uh, pontificate. <laughs> I say it's like Twitter. You got 140 characters to express whatever that face was. Yes. Yeah, I'm good. And I can mute you. You're good? block you. I'm very good. Okay. Oh, okay. oh God. All, All right. right. All right. Yeah, so I guess I'll I'll just keep doing the bit. It kills, it works, and, and it isn't even like they're dumb. And that's the other thing about the, the, the R word is tricky because nobody I know hates them. With other groups you can hate. Right. Like, oh, these black jokes, somebody might hate they might there's groups that hate black people. You're like, Yeah, but I don't know anybody who hates a, a downsy. Right. Do you? No. <laughs> I want them out of my neighborhood or whatever. Uh, no, I don't know anybody. So, I, yeah, I don't know the joke, but uh, it happens, and that, uh, that's part of it. Especially these days, everybody gets a word, and everybody's very upset, so it's I just th- part of it. I think the problem is not only does everybody get a word now, they get a word and expect change, whereas before right. you just got a word in. Now people go, this, this, and this, now fix it. Right. Do better, or whatever the fuck they say. I mean, I reference it all the time. I think about it all the time, because it's like the greatest moment in the history of rock and roll, or art, is, is in the Dylan, uh, in no, no Direction Home, when he's, they're all booing, Yep. and they say, Judas, traitor, and he says, I don't believe you. You're a liar. And then he turns and says, play it fucking loud. And it's like, what would have happened if Dylan went, all right, you're right, you're right. Let me get my acoustic. I'll go get my acoustic guitar and uh, I'll sing about civil rights. Right. You know, it's like some people are going to boo and yell Judas and you go, hey, I don't believe you. What do you want me to do? And that's how I feel with this lady. It's like, I'm sure you're offended, but... uh, you could just go, I hate that comic, and go home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like I always say, I'm like, people, reality shows on Bravo, I think, are like destroying our society. Uh, I don't write to Bravo and go, right. hey, you got to take this off. I, I go, all right, I'm going to watch the fucking ball game. I know. I think my lady watches, though. She's like, I know it's trash TV, but it's like junk food. I'm like, I've watched a few with you, and I think it made me dumber. Yeah. I oh now what I do, and this really pisses her off, she'll put this ninety day fiance horse shit on. I'll go get a book and read it in front of her. Oh. Just to go, ha ha. You're not gonna get you're not gonna dumb me down, lady. We both fake read books in this episode. You got that right. Um I'm reading a book about ninety day fiance, but still Um Great program. So hey <laughs> folks, uh this weekend I'm at the Liberty Funny Bone in Ohio. I heard it's a tough room, it's a big room, it's a crazy room. Come on out. I, I need you to I need to hit some bonuses because I'm I'm taking Matt Wayne to the tennis tournament. It's costing Ooh, me an arm and a leg for God's sake. Is he a tennis fan? Uh, I guess so, yeah. So Okay. He's coming, so the Liberty Funny Bone, get your tickets, and uh, and then, uh, I don't even know what I have next. Oct- oh, oh uh, Royal Oak, Michigan, September 29th and 30th, October 1st. We packed that out last time. Let's 
Do it again. Royal Oak, I'm back. Whole new act. Great So club. come. And the movie is available right now. It's streaming at louisck.com. There's a lot of Tuesdays out there that have not uh, purchased it yet, so please uh, go get it. You get a full audio commentary with Louie and I. You get the deleted scenes, the Luis Gomez scene, and uh, there's a bunch of fun shit on there, the Live at the Beacon stuff that Chuck shot. That away, Chuck. And uh, so go buy it. 15 bucks. It's, a, it's, a, it's like a meal. It's a steal. Then you can have four people watch it. Yes. You know? That's a steal, baby. You go to the movie theaters. It's $19.99 plus a bag of popcorn. If you're gay, you got to see it. I mean, go see it. What the fuck? You got to go gay. And Patreon. Yes. Uh, all right. This weekend, I'm at San Antonio. Then the bachelor party. So tune in next week for that horse shit. That's going to be a barrage of debauchery. And uh, then Richmond Funny Bone. Yes. Wilbur Theater. Yes. uh, Royal Oak, New Orleans, Seattle, Portland, Toronto, Vancouver. Uh, Shit. Think West Palm Beach. MarkNormanComedy.com. Tell a friend. Queef it up. Go buy some Bodega Cat Whiskey. We finally got that up on the uh, blower there. And uh, praise Allah. Get on the Patreon. I think we have shirts. Get a mug. Who the hell knows? Queef it up. We love you. Ain't no